You're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Welcome to the Herd and Ten Podcast. Here's your host, Jake Futinski. everyone welcome to another episode of the herd and 10 podcast i'm your host jake fertinsky joined by my usual co-host heaven fertinsky my brother not from another mother from the same mother kev i know i got a smile on my face but that's because i always have a smile on my face but this is getting a little out of hand the bills just dropped their second loss in a row Now, it was against a good team in the Minnesota Vikings, but this was a game that the Bills had a massive lead in and should have won. And even with all their mistakes, they could have won this game. They had many, many terrible plays, and yet they still probably should have won the game at the end, which is pretty incredible. I mean, the one thing I can say is, and this is really the silver lining from this, Yes, the Bills lost. Yes, it's terrible that they lost. But the silver lining here is that they played some of the worst football they've probably ever played, and they still almost beat a 7-1 and team. So, yes, it's bad that they lost, but let's be honest. There's nothing here that cannot be fixed. We have some issues on defense, which are not entirely fixable, really mainly in the secondary just because of injuries. And we know Micah Hyde will not be coming back this year. Presumably Jordan Poyer will be back sooner or later. But a lot of our other struggles, which really are on the offensive side of the ball, which is incredible because I didn't think I'd be talking about issues on the offensive side of the ball, but all of them are fixable. Why don't we start, Kev, with... Josh Allen in this game. I know you got a lot to say. We have some differing opinions here. Go at it. My biggest problem is the turnovers. I I think everyone in Bill's Mafia would agree. The turnovers have been absolutely killer. I mean, he's thrown six interceptions in the last three games. Add to that a couple fumbles. We're talking about almost three turnovers a game in the last three games. I mean, you're not going to win many games turning the ball over three, four times a game. It's just, this is the NFL. There's so much parity in the league. Even when you're a way better team, turnovers are going to be the equal, e- equaling opportunity for a worse off team. Minnesota Vikings are not as good as us. I don't care about their record. I don't care about anything else. They're not as good as us. We gave away that game multiple times. And look, I love Josh Allen. I love watching Josh Allen. He's probably the most exciting player in the entire league. 
the way he bowls guys over. He has a cannon of an arm. And, you know, I get he was maybe playing a bit hurt, but at the same time, we've seen it now three weeks in a row, him just turning the ball over, especially in the red zone. I don't know what's happened to him. He has been probably the best player ever in the red zone with only two interceptions or three interceptions through his first four years. And now he has close to a half dozen interceptions, I think, this year in the red zone. It's just completely out of character. I don't know what it is. He's pressing a little. I'm not sure what the problem is. It just seems like not only is he throwing interceptions, fumbling the ball at inopportune times, he's making other plays throughout the game that are costing us as well. His decision-making has been very questionable. And it's tough because we're getting in these close games. And I don't want to think, you know, like back to the beginning of the season, we're like, we can't win a close game. But honestly, the last season and now half season, so a season and a half, we just haven't been able to win close games. I don't know exactly what the reasoning is. Is Allen getting nervous at the end and just chucking it up? I think it's part of the problem. I mean, the interception to Gabe Davis in overtime yesterday was absolutely inexcusable. He was completely covered on the play. The throw was way off behind him and low when it needed to be in front of him and high. And the pass at that moment was just a terrible decision. The decision to throw that ball was horrendous. The announcers mentioned it afterwards, but it was clear, you know, Singletary was open in the flat. He had an opportunity to probably gain five, six yards, maybe even break a tackle and get the first down. It would have been at worst third and five, at best first first and goal. And what does he do? He chucks up a pass to Gabe Davis, who is closely covered, and the ball is nowhere near its target. And it's just we've seen it too many times in the last three games. I don't know what's going on with him. I think, honestly, it looks like he's getting nervous at the end of games because we have now lost, I think it's nine or 10 of our last 10 or 12 opportunities in one score games. Allen's not finishing games. I love the guy. He's an awesome quarterback. He's my favorite player on this team. He's my favorite player I've ever watched in a Bills uniform. But he has to be better. He has to win games when it matters. And he, he hasn't he didn't do that. He hasn't been doing that this year. And he wasn't doing it last year. I, I'll excuse him for the Kansas City. That was not his fault at all. But many games last year, it was the same sort of pattern of we're, you know, we're up, we lose the lead, and then we're not able to finish the game at the end. And that's been happening again and again. We've seen it now three times this season. We saw it probably a half a dozen times, at least last season. And it's just not good enough. We're not winning close games. I love Allen. He's got to find a way to pull us through in these close games, period, end of story. So before I go on my rant here about Josh Allen and my thoughts on his play, and some of it's going to be consistent with yours, some of it's going to be a little different, the first thing I need to do is bring up someone who – you're not going to like it, but I got to bring him up, Tom Brady. We can say whatever we want about Tom, whether he can play, he can't play anymore. 
You talk about you want Josh Allen to win games. You want him to come up big in the end. Well, there's no one better than Tom Brady. And he's still doing it now at 45 years old. Two weeks ago, he played like garbage against the Rams. But guess what? 40 seconds left on the clock. Drove the ball down. Left nine seconds on the clock. There was time left on the clock. And he got them the win. And that's what you want from Josh Allen. Brady did it again in Germany. The, the point here is there are quarterbacks that can do it. I think Josh Allen can. I think he's shown that he can. But he has struggled at times in his career. And this three-game stint right now is definitely a mental thing and not a physical thing. Right? We know his elbow was hurt. But come on. The guy threw for well over 300 yards. There was nothing wrong with his arm. There is nothing wrong with him physically. He can run the ball. He can throw the ball. He can do all the things he needs to do physically. It, it comes down to what you're talking about. There is a mental thing going on here, and it's not good. We need to reset. Josh Allen needs to reset. The coaching staff need to reset. And all the players around Josh need to reset and then regroup and help him grow from there. We've talked about this earlier in the season, that there's been some receiving core issues that are actually hurting Josh more than they have in the last two seasons. Last season, Gabriel Davis was excellent. This season, huge, huge regression. He had a good game, actually, this past game, and we'll talk a little bit about that later, but for the most part, Gabriel Davis has been significantly worse than he was last year. He's not getting the same separation. He's dropping balls. And same goes for Dawson Knox. Same kind of thing. Again, I thought he had a good game this past week. But if we look across the board of the first half of this season, he's had the same issues as Davis. He's had issues in separation and getting open. And he's had issues holding on to the ball. And making big plays when we need it. So it it the, the point is, is it's sort of a compounding thing here where, yes, Josh might be losing it mentally a little bit in these big moments, but a lot of that doesn't actually fall on him. I think it falls on the people around him. I think it falls on the coaching staff. I think some of the play calls have been very questionable. I think Ken Dorsey has not been great. I think he's been a subpar to mediocre offensive coordinator so far. And I think Josh Allen, because he's that talented, has actually masked those issues. And I think now that we're seeing Josh maybe not playing quite at the same level, those issues are coming out. So I think that really it's actually more of a coaching issue. And I think it's a player personnel around Josh that are the main issues. And talking about player personnel... Let's not forget about the run game that continues to have problems. We can't run the ball consistently. Oh, wait, sorry, we can. Josh Allen can run the ball consistently. I'm sorry, it's not a run game. And this comes back again to the mental issues for Josh. I think it's too much pressure on him. Look, he's being paid a ton of money. He's a great player. He's an MVP caliber quarterback. He's probably still the best, if not one of the top two 
quarterbacks in the NFL, even now after these three games, he's still one of the best. But you're asking too much. You're asking him to run. You're asking him to throw pretty much on every play. And if he's not throwing on those plays, he's being asked to run. You're asking him to make big plays. You're, you're putting him in situations where he feels like he has to do something big. And it comes down to, finally, I'll get to it, which is the final play of the game. His interception. It was a poor decision. But it happened because of the pressure that we're putting on him. You're asking the guy to be perfect all the time. You can't ask that. Patrick Mahomes has bad games too. And guess what? Patrick Mahomes has a significantly better run game. And they've always made efforts to give him a run game and actually stick with the run game. What do the Buffalo Bills do after the first half, after they actually had some success in the run game? What did they do? They abandoned it. We've talked about this a lot. I think Josh Allen's great. I think if we need him to throw 50 times, he definitely can. But to ask him to do it every single game, it's too much. You're asking too much of him. I mean, look at the final drive. He's running like a chicken with his head cut off because we're asking him to do everything. We're saying, ah, Singletary, don't worry about it. You didn't run so well for three plays in a row, so now we're not going to ask you to do anything anymore. Forget about you. Josh will take care of it. Oh, Dawson, you can't get open? Davis, you can't get open? No problem. Josh will just throw to Diggs every single play. And if he can't find Diggs, well, don't worry about it. Josh won't even be asked to dump it off. He won't even be asked to throw it away. He's going to have to run for 25 yards down the field and take a hit in the head. And, and yes, part of it is Josh's personality and the way he plays, but part of it is coaching error. I think the coaching staff is not taking matters into their own hands. I think that's the best way to put it. Time that Sean McDermott and the coaching staff sit down with Josh and say, Josh, we realize we've asked too much of you. We think you're an amazing player. We know you're going to lead this team to great things. But when it's second down, you don't need to throw 30 yards for a perfect touchdown. You don't have to make the perfect play. If you don't see it, throw it away. If you don't see someone open, you don't have to run for 25 yards and take it in the head. It's okay. Throw the ball away. Slide. Live to play another down. Watch some Tom Brady tape. You're going to hate that I say it, but the truth is the guy knows how to just throw it away and move on. It's Wouldn't it be better if Josh doesn't throw that pick and we end up kicking a 50-yard field goal or we punt it and live to live in a well I guess we couldn't have punted it in that case but you get the point the point is you live to play another down it doesn't have to be perfect you don't have to make the perfect play and I think Josh Allen's an amazing player I think he's had a really bad stint but honestly I don't think it's him I think the team around him is a problem right now I think the receivers have not been good enough I think the run game is a disaster. And I think the coaching staff refuses to keep at it with the run game. They're abandoning it too early. And I think the coaching staff, particularly Dorsey, is not finding the plays to get receivers open. I mean, it, it, it just seems odd to me 
that Davis and Knox were open 24-7 last season. And all of a sudden, these guys are like never open. And we, when they are, fine. They've had some bad drops, and that's obviously player personnel. That's not coaching. But I don't think they're open that often. Nowhere near the amount that they were last year. I mean, Gabe Davis was like a 7-11. The guy was never covered last year. And it's not like our receivers were so much better last year. You know, Diggs is still getting open. So something's happening there. I mean, I think that's just Diggs is like the greatest route runner I've ever seen in my life. But Gabe Davis is not open. I mean, he wasn't open on that final play either, right? I think we've just had a down season and it's hurt us. But one thing I will say in the last three games, we've scored almost no points in the second half. It's like, what is going on in the second half that we're doing that we're doing wrong? To me, I've seen a little bit of regression from our O-line in the second half. I don't know what it is exactly. Are they tired? Are they not being put in a proper position? I don't know exactly. Run game. Run game. It's too much pressure on them. That's O-line. That to me is O-line. Like you see, we come out in the second half, we run the ball like three, four times for zero yards, and then we completely abandon it. But why are we... Why are we running so well in the first half and so terribly in the second half? You can't put it all on Singletary. It seems to me like we're getting blown up in the backfield. So to me, what is the O-line doing at halftime? Are they having like 10 cheeseburgers and they're coming out and they can't move anymore? Like what is going on in the second half where our O-line is asleep? It's so true. Devin Singletary, I actually think has looked really good. Every time he's had significant opportunities, and when I say significant opportunities, I mean not getting blown up in the backfield, he's actually pretty good. He's looked pretty elusive. He's made guys miss. He's actually broken some tackles. I think he's looked good. I agree. I think the O-line has been absolutely atrocious in the second half, both in run blocking and, of course, pass protection. I think it's broken down a lot, and that's part of the reason why Josh has had to run. I don't think the protection has been particularly good. I mean, but on the other side of the ball, are we concerned at all with the pressure or lack thereof on Kirk Cousins in the second half outside of Vaughn Miller's big plays? Yeah, I mean, I don't think the defensive line has played particularly well the last couple games either. I mean, they've been killed and we've been killed in the run game. Um, We were looking great until Dalvin Cook goes 80 yards for a touchdown. And then after that, again, we were getting gashed. So to me, the 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 defensive line has been a big problem the last few games too. The defense as a whole has regressed. And look, we've had a lot of injuries. We don't have either of our safeties playing. You know, our superstar safeties haven't been playing. Obviously, Michael Hyde's lost for the season. But without both of them in there, to have Cam Lewis and Damar Hamlin hold up, it's, it's it's really difficult. I mean, we got absolutely destroyed by Justin Jefferson yesterday. And it frankly, it wasn't just the safeties. I thought Dane Jackson looked horrendous. That was the second game in a row where Dane Jackson got absolutely slaughtered. He got slaughtered against the Jets, where Wilson was picking on him all game with, with actually the receiver Wilson, Garrett Wilson, went off against us. And then Justin Jefferson went even crazier. And when Benford was there, I thought he looked really good. Benford has played terrific. 
Dane Jackson last few weeks has looked completely lost. His back is always to the ball. He doesn't get his hands up. He doesn't seem to do anything. He's been absolutely atrocious. And that's the problem. We've had guys each game, the way we've lost these games is turning the ball over and guys just having terrible games. Like we're not even getting average play from some of these guys. You know, the game before Jaquan Johnson was absolutely unplayable. I mean, that's why they went to Cam Lewis in this game. I don't know, maybe next game, if Boyer's not in, maybe we see Dean Marlowe get, get the opportunity. I'm surprised, we had, frankly, I'm surprised we didn't see him in this game. Cam Lewis looks extremely undersized for a safety. He made a couple of nice tackles, okay. The Jefferson catch on fourth and 18, that was absolutely killer, just knocked down the ball. Um, I think if we have Poyer in this game, I think we win. It's just, it's sort of a calamity right now. Just so many errors and injuries that are compounding the problems on this team. And everything's, uh, everything done wrong is, be, is leading to the loss. It, it's such a combination of factors. And, you know, I have some really big concerns about our secondary overall moving forward. I don't know. I, I talked about that. I think a lot of the things are fixable. Obviously, in terms of the offensive side of the ball, I think these things are fixable. I think if you adjust the the balance of the play calling and you you sort of explain to Josh the, the types of things you want to get done, which is stop forcing the ball and throw it away if you have to. Because I don't think people remember, but I think it was actually in Josh's rookie and his second season's which he wasn't very good statistically. He actually threw the ball away more than anyone else in the league. He needs to get back to that. If you don't see it, if it's not there, don't force it. You don't have to make a perfect play every time. Our team is good enough to bounce back from that. Having said that, on the defensive side of the ball, some of this stuff is not fixable. Our safeties are a disaster. It, it really is a tire fire. And honestly, I have big concerns about Jordan Poyer's healthiness, like moving forward. He's going to come back, but honestly, he just keeps getting hurt. The guy just doesn't seem durable anymore. I mean, look, let's not, let's not beat around the bush. He's not young. Okay, he's been around in the league for a while. He's had a lot of injuries. This is not new. He's had a ton of injuries. He plays a very physical game. And unfortunately... He might not have that much left in the tank. Like, it is what it is. He's a great safety, and but I just don't know if he has that much left in terms of longevity. I just, I don't know how many years he has. Maybe he's got one more season left. Like, to be honest, he might just be about done. And the concerning part is... He's not signed anyways. He's not no, signed anyways. He's so, not even I signed. Mean, to me, he's not, yeah, if he only plays half this season, you may consider just letting him go. But... The scary part to me is you don't have anyone. You haven't you haven't built anyone up. I mean, you drafted Hamlin. He doesn't seem to be anywhere near what we need. Jaquan Johnson, I'm not going to call him a bust. He's a late-round pick, but the guy can't play. Cam Lewis, I mean, he isn't a safety. And you're asking him to play a position that... He can he can barely play cornerback in the NFL. And now you're asking him to play safety. You bring in Dean Marlowe, but you brought him in because he knows the scheme already. But then you're not playing him, even though he's a veteran and he's actually been good when he's played for the Bills. So I don't understand that either. Honestly, 
my biggest concern right now is the defensive secondary is a bit of a problem and I don't know how we fix it. There isn't anyone out there to bring in that can fix this. Obviously, Christian Benford needs to be playing now every single snap. He's our best cornerback outside of Trey White, obviously. But Kair Elam is out right now. Trey White's still out. Dane Jackson looks horrendous. I mean, when I look at this game, I just see... Why isn't Benford following Jefferson the whole game? He should be shadowing their best receiver. Moving forward, that's how it needs to be. While Trey White is out, Benford needs to be following and shadowing the best receiver and hope to God that Dane Jackson can cover whatever else is left. Because Dane Jackson, to me, doesn't look like he can play at all. Like, again, this is two weeks in a row that he was just pathetic. He didn't look like an NFL cornerback. And it's crazy because he looked pretty good in the very few moments we saw last season. But this year, he's a mess. And maybe it's just, again, like it's one of those things he's being asked to do more than he is really capable of. It kind of starts to sting, like maybe we did need Levi Wallace. You know, we don't need to get into that. But the point is, we really need to get healthy because if we go into the playoffs like this, we ain't going to no Super Bowl. I can tell you that right now. Without Jordan Poyer, without Trey White, without Dane Jackson learning how to play football again, we're in big, big trouble. Stock up, stock down. I got a few stock ups here. Number one, Tremaine Edmonds. He played in the first half, didn't play in the second half, looked really good in the first half, actually. One of the best first halves I've ever seen from him. He leaves, doesn't play in the second half, and our defense kind of falls apart. So <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this, but Tremaine Edmonds actually might be a decent linebacker. Again, I'm not going to say he's great, but clearly something works. Our defense looked really good when he was running it, and our defense looked really bad when he wasn't there. And they knocked off that massive 81-yard run when Tremaine Edmonds wasn't there. So... There's got to be something in there. Stock up for him. The next two stock ups are actually funny. Dawson Knox, I thought, had a really good game. He blocked really well, which he has been doing all season. That doesn't mean he deserves 11 or $12 million a year, but he's been blocking exceptionally well. He did make some big catches and got some big yards after the catch. I thought he looked really good. This was probably his best game of the year, even though he didn't have like a crazy touchdown catch. I thought he actually had a really good game. Gabe Davis, I know technically it wasn't really actually a catch. Thankfully, it was called a catch on the field. They never reviewed it. But Gabe Davis actually looked better to me. He had a nice touchdown catch. He had some nice plays. He came up big when we needed him. He had the toe tap. You know, I, I thought he looked really good. I thought he looked about as good as he's looked again pretty much all season. Um, so I, I'm pleased with that. Obviously, we didn't get the outcome we wanted, but I think our receivers are hopefully turning the corner. Maybe that eases some pressure off of Josh. Um, stock down, Josh Allen. I mean, it's crazy that we're doing this, but this is week two in a row that we're giving him a stock down. He had some terrible plays. He had a good game, actually, for the most part. But when it counted, he made a big error. And if you want the big bucks you got to make the big plays at the end. You cannot throw that pick at the end. Even though Patrick Mahomes did it against the Bills and we don't talk about that, Josh Allen can't make that mistake. It just cannot happen. And I don't think it will happen again. I think he will learn from it. And then Dane Jackson, as we talked about, 
absolutely atrocious. The guy, honestly, at this point, he's starting to play himself off the roster. Like, I, I don't even know if he's startable at this point. I mean, he's starting just because there's no one else. But honestly, if Kier Elam was healthy next week and White isn't, I would go Benford Elam and just like forget about Jackson. I think I would just bench him because he's looked awful. Although we are playing the Cleveland Browns, but anyways. Now moving on, keys to the game. Don't turn the ball over. I mean, you're playing a much weaker competition. Just play a, a simple game. Dump it off if you need to. Throw it out of bounds. Don't turn the ball over. That's it. We have other notes. I wouldn't even bother with them. You will win this game if you don't turn the ball over. Like this, this is not a good team by any means. They don't have a particularly good offense. I think our defense will actually show up probably pretty well. Play sixty minutes. Just play, play a full minutes. game. Play a full game, and don't turn the ball over, Josh. If it's not there, throw it away. I can tell you right now, we will be perfectly fine. I am fine with us punting the ball more. I'm okay with field goals. I'm not saying I want to get in the habit of not putting up a lot of touchdowns, but it's okay to not make a play. It's okay to throw the ball. It's okay to run for three yards and slide. Nothing's going to happen. You live to play another down. Even maybe you can't escape and you take a sack. It's not the end of the world. Don't fumble. Don't throw a pick. That's going to do it for this week's episode. Really appreciate you all tuning in. And as always, go Bills. Go Bills. You're, you're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.